Welcome to the Drunk Dietitians Podcast, co-hosted by your favorite tipsy registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, co-owner of Dietitians of Palm Valley, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. Us dietitian besties can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We're also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we're medical professionals, we are human too. We are not afraid to share our deepest secrets and how years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So grab your favorite cocktail and join us for our favorite casual happy hour and expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Dietitians. Today is a little bit different because we only have two people on here. (laughs) Yours truly, Sammy and Jenna. And we do not have a guest today because, well, first of all, we've been saying, Jenna, I feel like you and I have been saying this whole time that we like literally need to do more of these episodes with just us and talking. Um, but we, we haven't, haven't since no. episode one. <laughs> yeah, since the first one. But that just that's just a testament to how many like amazing guests we've had and there's like not enough time in the world to interview everybody. Um, but we've had some really amazing guests. So today we're just gonna have Jenna and I super sit back, conversational, relax, enjoy the show. But before we get too comfy we have some really exciting news that might make you jump off your seat so i'm gonna drum roll it (laughs) and i'm gonna cheers with the water because that's all i can drink right now if you guys have noticed we haven't been really cheersing as much recently because i've been um drinking water not because of choice but because i'm pregnant (laughs) surprise It was a surprise Um, in a great way. It's funny when I called the doctor like the first time, she's like, oh, a quarantine baby. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes, you're definitely going to be a part of the numbers that they say like there's going to be like a baby boom because everyone's just like stuck inside and having sex with their partner. It was going one or two ways, one of two ways, right? (laughs) One of two ways if you were married or are married during quarantine, which it still is quarantine for the record we have been creating this content um specifically through the covid time where we thought was going to be two weeks and four months later here we are (laughs) Um, yes we we need to talk about i feel like it would be a funny i don't even know if you remember because i think you were super emotional at this point and i think we both were with just like quarantine and then just like educating ourselves more with black lives matter but yes when you told like how Tell everybody how you told me you were pregnant. (laughs) I was so cranky and I was so like, you guys don't understand like the emotions and the hormones that everyone talks about are so real. And like, it's funny because back in like the day, if I ever thought I was pregnant, I'd like push on my stomach and be like, oh, I I can, my stomach is bloated, but like it presses down. So I'm not pregnant. Like when you're like 
in your 20s, right? Like you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, um, what? I don't, I don't think I've ever done that. For <laughs> like, the record, I, was, I never like, did that. <laughs> I was always convinced that I was pregnant, right? And like, then it happened and the way that your body just like the hormones just take over it's like there's no denying it <laughs> and you and I were talking about something and we were going to interview someone that I was really nervous about and I was starting to have this anxiety about like the interview process and what was going to happen and I was like crumbling and I finally was like so I have to tell you something and this will explain why I'm a psycho right now and you were like we need to talk about this and I'm like I don't want to like but I remember you just like texted me like I'm pregnant and then I think like I think like two seconds later you sent me a screenshot of like a like a period yeah the bump I don't, yeah the bump app or like your tracker with your cycle and it was like my baby's as big as a blueberry <laughs> what's going on right now and today it's as big as a lime um and it, it's crazy just I don't know. And like, for me personally, I knew because, and this is no secret. I mean, I shared this in episode one that I didn't have my period for two plus years. And so once I finally got my shit together for lack of a better term and started taking care of myself in the way that was necessary to stabilize my hormones and give myself a period, um, I didn't miss a period for almost two years, like not one. And so I have all the apps and I would be tracking because it was super important to me to just know like when it was coming and know that I was getting a period pretty regularly. And I was late. And so I was like, oh, whatever. It's like super stressful period, <laughs> right? Like it's COVID, really stressed. And this was April. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It would have been my May period. And then it was like a full week late and I was really mean and super emotional and my boobs were like, the pain was like out of control. But the craziest thing is I'd be going on walks and I would lose my breath. Like I'd be walking my dog and being like, so you thought you had COVID. <laughs> I literally thought I was dying. And I texted my mom and I was like, is shortness of breath a symptom of pregnancy? And she was like, no. And then she's like, wait, let me look it up. <laughs> and then she would like screenshot me things like it could be, maybe not, go take a test. And I'm like, I don't, wanna, I don't want to. I wasn't leaving the house at that point because it was like middle of COVID craziness. Um, and so I finally like strapped a mask on, went to CVS. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing it. And that was like, you don't have to go. You're pregnant. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I just know. Like he just knew because I was a monster. <laughs> and so long story short, um, the craziest part is that I took the test on the day that my cousin was in labor. Um, so she was literally like birthing her baby. She is, her and I are three months apart, like best friends. Is this Anna? Um, yeah. Okay. And so her baby was born May 20th. I took the test that day um, and found out. And I was like, I want to tell her, but I can't. <laughs> like, it was so crazy. Um, but anyways, I digress. And then it's really just like craziness from there, the things that happen and like the anxiety and why you keep it a secret and all the things that I feel like I've experienced, I haven't read anywhere, which is why I'm excited to have this conversation and be able to answer questions going forward. Because, you know, there was a, I was feeling really shitty for a really long time. And then one morning I woke up and I like, I was like pressing on my boobs and I was like, why do you feel normal? 
Like, why do I feel okay? Why am I able to like wake up right now and not be tired? Like what happened? And I panicked, like I thought something was wrong. And then you get into like this Google hole of like, you know, if you've miscarried or, you know, you feel better or whatever it is. And you start making yourself crazy and there's nothing you can do. Your doctor is going to say, we'll schedule an appointment. You come in. And like, luckily I had an appointment a week later, but I, that whole week, like every five seconds, I'd be like pressing my boobs. Like, <laughs> like I want to feel something. Like, I need to feel pain right now. And like, it's really scary. Not to mention like what you and I were laughing about before this, we started, we pressed record, but like, I always envisioned myself as like the dietitian who is pregnant and like eating kale salads. <laughs> like just oh my god. Sorry. One sec. We have a, a dog barking right now, so we're just taking a, a quick break. Nothing new here. <laughs> Who cares if he's barking? Just let him bark. It's when I fine. move, where well, this is never gonna happen again. But anyways, um, I always envisioned myself being able to just like you know, just eat how I normally did and, you know, things that made me feel good and exercise throughout my entire pregnancy. And let me tell you that it is unbelievable what your body feels and what it goes through. And I have been sustaining myself on carbs and cheese <laughs> and literally not. Hallelujah. And pizza is my main food group and chocolate milk, very into chocolate milk right now. makes me feel so good. Um, apparently the baby really needs calcium because I'm living off of dairy products right now. And I think there was a couple of days where I ate not an ounce of protein because it's just the idea of chicken. And you hear women talking about that a lot, like that eating protein is really hard, but it was like days in a row and like a lot of time in a row that you know, I couldn't stomach it and it would just make me feel so much worse. So I didn't do it. Um, my cousin actually sent me a whole bag of like 3000 dum dum lollipops. Cause she mentioned that when she was pregnant, that that was the only thing that made her feel better. And it's game changing. Um, so I, I eat them every day and it's just, it's really funny. And I say often that if I had not dealt with, I, if I had not dealt with my nutrition bullshit of diet culture and your past, relationship with food right with my relationship with food in general in the past stop that um jenna's yelling at our dog not me not for anybody <laughs> <listening>. <laughs> nobody can I've, see what's going on she's just yelling oh stop i'm literally like he's never acted like this before <laughs> okay he's also was the first one to know that i was pregnant oh. i know um, but you know, if I had not dealt with my relationship with food and moved through it and started to understand it, this would be, I can imagine a much more difficult time than it has already been, yes. um, in a lot of ways. And I think that there's a lot of emotions that have come up for me right now, especially being that in quarantine, you know, they don't know about COVID and pregnant women. And so the doctor's recommendations are to treat yourself as you are the highest risk population. So that yeah. means not participating in the outdoor workouts or seeing people in outdoor dining, which is now the norm right now, right? Yeah. I'm basically just hiding. <laughs> um, and I can't really tell anyone why, because the, the reason that you wait until the end of your first trimester is because miscarriage rates are so high in the first trimester that it is so difficult to be able to feel confident in your pregnancy until 
the yeah. test that I actually have tomorrow. So I've been like in hiding and <laughs> my body's changing. And if anyone saw me right now, it would just, I wouldn't tell them, but my body's definitely changing and it yeah. is a beautiful thing. And I feel so grateful for it. But again, if it was a couple of years ago, not even more than five, it would be really difficult for me right now. And so I sympathize and empathize with, you know, how difficult this process can be yes. without the right support and without having done the work prior to it. Um, I, I feel like it, the way I see it, just from your perspective, what I'm hearing you say is like, it, it kind of brings me back to how, when I work with clients of like, okay, so we have our relationship with food, right? And then we have our relationship with our body. And those are two completely separate relationships, but they're two of the longest relationships that we'll be in for the rest of our life. So if we think about, we're always going to have this relationship with food. We're always going to have this relationship with our body and they're ever changing because our body's changing and our likes and dislikes and aversions to food are changing. And so <laughs> even if we focus more on the food aspect, just hearing you say how like, you know, you tr thought you would be the dietitian pregnant woman who was eating <laughs> kale salads and nutrient dense foods, but then you hit this point where you're like, oh my God, I can't even, I can't even stomach it, let alone look at it. But you were able to listen to your body and say like, I literally need carbohydrates and cheese and like, I'm okay with that. And, I'm but imagining, good. yeah. And so that's, I've, I've definitely, a lot of my clients are mothers or women, and I'm sure same with you or, or women that were pregnant. So, um, just going through that and like, that comes back to the basis of intuitive eating, like trusting that your body knows best. Doesn't mean that you're only going to be eating pizza for the rest of pregnancy, but like when you're in that moment, like your body knows what it needs and, um, being able to trust that is so beautiful and so important during this time. And it's so crazy because it is one of those things where it's undeniable that your body knows what it needs, like undeniable. And it makes me put myself in the position of women that I work with. And I'm sure you work with as well is that when you get that cue, when you know something's up, when you know you need something and you ignore it, like what that consequence can be. And can you imagine I forcing a kale salad down? Samantha, like at that point. I've never called you that before in my life. I couldn't even look at a kale salad. Matt would make eggs in the kitchen. I would have to leave the house because I couldn't yeah. smell the eggs. Like, yes. These are foods that I loved and like I couldn't do it. And I would like stare at the plate and like try so hard. I just couldn't do it. And there was a couple of nights where I would, I ordered soup one night because it's all I wanted. And obviously it's like Uber eats or whatever it was. And the driver was late to begin with because it's COVID. Like I'm sure they have a lot of um, orders and I ordered Matt like a burger and a salad or something. And I got soup because that's just literally all I wanted. And the guy pulls up and he drops the soup on the front porch, like literally at my door. So there was no soup left. And he was like, do you want another one? I was like, no, like, it was like the worst thing that had ever happened to me. Like, and his poor kid, he's like, I'll bring you another one. I was like, I'm fine. And I literally, I was like, okay, I'll just eat half of his. And I couldn't, I couldn't even smell yeah. it. It's crazy. Um, it's funny too. One of a, a couple of dietitians that we know currently are pregnant as well. And one just announced her pregnancy recently on social media. I don't actually know her last name, Sam, Sam from veggies and chocolate. And we mm -hmm. were just talking about this, but she posted a very similar thing that like she lived off of bread for dinner. 
um, and pita and Greek salads. And so she, I read that and it's funny because you always hear like pregnancy cravings and like, I don't, haven't really had cravings, but it's more of like when I see something and it sounds good, I need it. Like it's like something like possesses you. Like animalistic. I need it. Like in that moment, if I can't have it, like watch the fuck out. Um, and so she posted that like she loved a Greek salad during her pregnancy with pita and tzatziki sauce. And that's all, when I tell you, it's all I could think about. It was four o'clock. It was literally four o'clock. I said to Matt, I said, I'm ordering dinner. <laughs> he was like, it's four o'clock. I was like, it's fine. It'll be here at five. And I like couldn't stop thinking about the Greek salad for like hours. Like it was wild. I've never had a more beautiful like pita, like the size of my face with all of the sauce. And all, like, I even ate the salad that night. It was like a beautiful thing. But I went weeks without a vegetable. Yeah. Um, weeks. And it's yeah. okay, guys. Those prenatals are making up for it. Yeah. But it is just a really crazy thing. Like, it's just nothing that I expected. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, it comes back to what we were chatting about. Like, like you're so thankful that you've done that work before this. And it doesn't mean that it, that you don't have bad body image days or bad mm. food relationship days. Like, we're still human. But but just recognizing like for anyone listening who maybe isn't pregnant or is actively trying not to be pregnant, like I still think these things apply because even if, you know, whether you want to have kids in the future or not, like we said, your relationship with food and your relationship with your body is always going to change and pregnancy and childbearing years are going to throw a huge wrench in that. And um, it's great to just be able to kind of take a moment and assess right now, like for anyone listening, like I always, with intuitive eating, we use the scale, pleasant, neutral, unpleasant. What is your relationship with food? Like, what is your relationship with your body? Like if you had to say pleasant, neutral, or unpleasant and why take this time to like journal those responses and reflect doesn't mean you need to change overnight, but I think this, this is a really good teaching moment for so many of our listeners. And it's so interesting too, because, you know, you bring the fitness aspect into it and you bring in the, the total disarray that I've shared in episode one, um, just about what my body has been through. I mean, I was super emotional that this was never going to happen for me. And I, I really believed, I really believed for a very long time that this was not in my cards because of the, the stress that I've put my body through. And I think that it is so important to just harp in and discuss and like drive the point home that your body is on your team. Like we've talked about before, right? Like when you start to respect it and stay consistent and build that trust, um, giving your body, when I say consistent, giving your body the fuel and rest that it needs that maybe it hasn't had for a long time. Um, if you were anything like me in the past and and, you know, when that's there, the results, and I know it's very different for every person. This is my personal experience, but the result for me was something I never would have expected. And for me, I didn't think I was pregnant because I really didn't believe it was going to happen for me. Um, and that's on me. That's my own, you know, personal issues, I guess we could call them. But <laughs> Your belief I, system I, was skewed. It was skewed, but it was more so that, you know, 
I recognize now the more than ever the importance of really and truly listening to your body. And we have an episode coming up um, that I can't wait to share with you guys where the, her name is Brittany, Doc Britt Fit on Instagram. And she was one of the first accounts during the Amplify Melanated Voices week that I interacted with. I saw somebody post her and I saw, it was the week that I found out I was pregnant um, or right around that time. And I saw someone post her and her stuff and her whole page is dedicated to prenatal fitness um, and postnatal. And she just through the stages of life, like safe fitness for pregnancy. And um, I found her account and I reached out to her and I mentioned this in that episode as well, but she was like the first person that knew I was pregnant. Cause I was like, help me. Like I can't eat protein. How do I exercise? I think I'm killing the baby every time I go for a run. Like I don't know what to do. And there's just all these anxieties and you don't know like what's good, what's not good and where to turn. And you know, if there's anything that I can say to anybody experiencing this maybe right now is that you are so not alone and we have resources for you <laughs> because yes. anything that you're feeling we've discussed. Sammy has heard all of it from me so far. And it is something that, you know, I'm excited and honored and grateful for the ability and the platform to share my experiences to hopefully help somebody else understand that, like, this is all normal. Yeah. Um, and the experiences that you'll feel in your body as it changes is also normal as well. And I specifically remember at the time, like telling one of my cousins who was pregnant, like, you're like, it's so amazing, like what your body can do. And it's so beautiful. And I remember her saying to me, you know, it's pretty crazy. Like it's, it's sometimes hard to watch or some, maybe it wasn't my cousin. Somebody said that to me, like, you know, describing like watching their body change. And it's such a beautiful thing. And you have that duality of thoughts of like, this is such a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful, but like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. And the pains that come along with it are also pretty crazy. And so it's been gas. So that's fun. <laughs> like wild, just crazy things. Like, thank God I'm not in an office. I don't know how women hide this in the first trimester. Like, it is interesting to think about like, yeah, because you've all always not always but most recently in the past few years like you work from home so but like I do think about friends that have you know gone through pregnancies or family members and they talk about like trying like like my one friend has her doctorate um or is a doctor in psychology and sees clients and she was saying how she was like literally like throwing up between clients and like laying in her office in the dark and I was like like no like absolutely (laughs) not like I don't know how yeah, women are freaking amazing. And, yeah. I mean, could you imagine working at ShopRite feeling this way? Like, because I think about all of the things that would be thrown my way and like how many of the dietitians I managed at the time that were pregnant because there were multiples of them and that I had no idea. <laughs> like, and imagine like going on like a grocery store tour and you're like passing the eggs and the chicken and like maybe you're, chicken. You know, you're like smelling it <laughs> and then you're like trying not to vomit at the same time. I, you guys listening, you're my heroes. <laughs> if you're listening, yes. but I think that's, that's where talking about this stuff is so important. Cause I, I think we definitely go into detail on Brit's episode. I can't remember exactly. Um, but just how, even as someone like I feel so honored to obviously for you for sharing this, but being able to walk through this with you and with other pregnant friends and family members of just learning from them, because like, I don't have an older sister and obviously I, I do have my mother, but like, 
this isn't like a regular thing that you talk about really. Mm -hmm. And like there's in school, it's not like you're like, and not that everyone has to have babies. Like if anyone's listening to this and I'm like, I don't want to have kids, like total right to that body autonomy (laughs) and if you want kids or not, but, but just learning, like, what is it going to be like, or like what happens? Or, you know, if you don't have that exposure through sisters or cousins or whatever it is, like we, like you said, like we're open books and we want to give that platform of what it can be like. So. And you don't read about it anywhere because everything contradicts itself. And like you go onto these platforms to read, you know, boards from people. And it's the same with nutrition. Like the answer is always, it depends, or it's dependent on you. And it is person specific. And there's just so many things that are just so unknown. Um, And it's funny where you mentioned your mom, like my mom has been obviously by my side in this since day one, I called her like the moment I found out. And I, I mean, even she's like Googling things for me. Cause she's like, I don't remember this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's been like 30 years. Since and they didn't wear like Apple watches back then. Cause that was when you really noticed your heart rate going up. Like our parents didn't have Apple watches on when they were going for walks back in the day. I would be on a walk and my heart rate would think I, it would ask me if I wanted to track my fitness. <laughs> like that's how bad it was. It's like, I, we noticed you're exercising right now. Do you want to track your run? And I'm like, I'm walking the dog. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, it was so insane to me, but like I, and you'll probably anyone listening will probably notice this now we've recorded so many episodes since I've known I was pregnant and I'm like, <gasps> I catch my breath. I've never noticed. <laughs> At my client calls now, I'm like, okay, hold on. I just got to take a deep breath, even though they don't know yet. Surprise guys. Um, but it's pretty funny. It's, it's a pretty crazy thing. And I think that I have to, not that he listens to any single one of these episodes ever, even though I've mentioned him many times, but, um, I do have to give Matt credit because he has been just incredible for just like asking if he can cook and like learning how to cook and what do I need? Am I having cravings and you know, not to lift and whatever else. And it's just been so helpful. And he's also helped me a lot with trying to focus on yoga and all of the things that we should be focusing on anyway, that I don't take seriously normal times. Um, it's a really nice wake up call and it's nice to have that support, which I know not everybody has. So I feel very grateful for that. And I do not take that lightly. Oh, see, there it is. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so now we get to ask the fun questions. Um, do you, like, are you guys going to find out what you're having? Well, so funny story I got. So there's two rounds of scary tests that people don't really talk about that I didn't know about. And I had a blood test um, about a week ago. And then I have the other test tomorrow. And so before I got the blood test, this is actually a hysterical. The lady's like, you know, you should go right from this appointment. There's an available appointment, blah, blah, blah. But do you have a snack on you? And I was like, oh my God, I ate my snack already. Why? And she's like, you're going to get so much blood taken. You're going to need a snack. And so I went, I stopped at the grocery store before my appointment. I went in and the only thing I wanted in that moment was graham crackers. Like when's the last time you had like a package of graham crackers and we're just like enjoying them like forever, right? Yeah. I've never tasted something that has tasted so good in my entire life as the honey graham crackers from that grocery store. But anyways, I got that blood drawn and you know, you don't, they test you for everything and Mm -hmm. they're testing every ounce of your blood. And then they do the test that can tell you the sex of the baby. And also if there's any, um, 
abnormalities that can be detected through the blood test. And so the lady called me, I was on a client call actually. And I was like, Oh my God, the doctor's office is calling me. How do I get off this call? I love you. You won't know who you are client, but I'm sorry if I ended our call five minutes early. Um, but and so I finally called her back and you know, she tells me the results of the test and knock on wood, everything was fine. And Matt was right next to me. She was on speaker and she's like, do you want to know the sex of the baby? And I was like, yes. And he was like, no. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> so she says to me, she's like, um, I was like, all right, I guess not right now. And so I took her off, him off. He walked away. I took it off speaker. Um, and she was like, is it just you? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, call me back when he goes back to work. <laughs> So funny. I couldn't obviously do that because I wouldn't be able to keep it a secret. Yeah. But, um, it's like he, his mindset is everything in this life is so instantaneous and we can find out the answer to everything we want to know. Like, let's be surprised. And I, I can't really fight that. So you guys are not finding out until you give birth. Um, pretty crazy January. We have, um, oh my God, I hope it's my day. birthday. January 21st. It's my due date's the 23rd. So it is very <gasps> close. Oh my God. You're going to have a baby on my birthday. I can feel it. I know it. It's an Aquarius twin. Yes. <laughs> and because my periods are so irregular as far as like length, they can't really give me a due date. So I actually am okay. supposed to be a week ahead. They thought I was a week further along. And on my first ultrasound, they were like, mm you're actually like a week behind what we said that you were. So my first ultrasound, it's like a little dot on there. Like I don't have any, you can't see anything. Yeah. It's actually like a full week behind schedule, which again, I mean, knowing your cycle is so important. Everybody go back and listen to the episode with Tracy because yeah. that had so much good information about periods that we, again, we just don't talk about or think about until you have to. Yeah. And honestly, it's so easy to just start, like, even if you don't, have the information yet, just start tracking your cycle and then you'll be happy you did that because then once you start to read the information about your cycle, then you'll, you'll be able to kind of get an idea of where you're at. Have some data. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they had no idea what my expected date was. So it was originally the 16th and now it's the 23rd. So the 21st, like right in the middle of that average, it's pretty close. I'm so excited. <laughs> so then, okay. So you're not finding out the sex, which totally respect that. And my mom listens to every episode and she's going to be like, See, like Jenna and Matt and I wiped up because she's like, whenever you have a baby, whenever that is, like that's the one surprise that we can only have in this life. So Sue <laughs> Pappas is going to be same thing. Yeah, Sue's going to be pumped. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be pumped. Um, but okay, so do you have? I'm um, assuming you don't want to share them on air, but do you guys have like your girl names picked out, your boy names, or you're just like really flying by the seat of your pants? We really haven't had enough conversations about that yet, but we have quite a few people that we would like to name the baby after. Okay. And so now we're trying to figure out and prioritize which ones we named the first baby after, God willing that there's more than yeah. one. But, you know, in the Jewish faith, you name for people that have passed away, and I'm sure in every faith. But yeah. um, we want to think about, like, how we can weave those in is really throws a wrench in when you don't know the sex because then you have to think about two sets of names yes and like you could take like a guy name but like make it a Sister. girl name yeah yeah so there's Thanks so many different spelling, ways which yeah. could be cool yeah um, but yeah i mean it's definitely and so we're moving on top of all of this so like the stress level has definitely not been low <laughs> throughout all of this which is so not good um when are you so, moving 
end of August, we are moving. Um, and I actually had a phone call with, do you remember in our episode with Vanessa, we talked about everyone needs a Tiffany? Yes. Well, I hired Tiffany and I am so excited. And so we were talking this morning actually. And I told her uh, over the phone that I was pregnant. I was like, you're going to keep that baby's room nice and gender neutral. And she was freaking out. It was the best. So everyone still needs a Tiffany guys. I, I second Vanessa's comment. If you listen to that episode, I think we're going to have to link Tiffany in the show notes at this point now. <laughs> so she's an interior designer as well. I thought she was like a stylist. So now I'm so confused. She okay. does it all. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, that was so nice of you to mute while you sneezed instead of my dog making so much noise during this. Oh, but anyways, I mean, it has been a beautiful, crazy ride. And I want to also just like bring attention on this episode that we've been recording and like putting out content since April, like the beginning of COVID. And we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners for sticking by us and really showing your support. I mean, I hope that we're delivering on our promises on episode one, but it has been so fun to just see you guys listening to all of the episodes and like hearing your shared experiences too. It's just been so amazing. Yeah. And thank you, Jenna, for being so open on this episode. And I think it helps. Like, I really do think we need to do more of these because we bring so many amazing people on that we're really just interviewing, which we love selfishly because we take away so much from it and we learn so yes. much from it. But Our I also, <laughs> yeah, we basically just only are looking for therapists so we can get free therapy um, and put it on air. But um, joking, but not really. But then also, I think it's important that we potentially, you know, do more of these because you and I both have a lot to share. Um, whether it be the dietitian part of us or just, you know, life experience and how it all intertwines together. So I think it's important for people to see us as humans as well and not just these like robotic interviewers. Um, And I'm going to flip the script right now and thank you because because of all of this and because of this entire journey together, I start my intuitive eating coursework in two weeks. I start, just add that onto your stress. Right? It's good. It's going to be so good. I'm going to cry every day. It's fine. Um, but starting, I believe it's the 29th. Uh, I'm sorry, the first week in August, I have my first coursework with Evelyn Trivoli. I'm like freaking out. I'm so happy. I'm really excited. Um, and I've been doing supervision with Brie, Body Image with Brie, which that episode is one of our top listened to episodes. Yeah, we um, need to have her back on for yes. like a part two, three, four, and five. Like incredible because I mean, you've brought all of these people into my life that have completely changed it. And so I want to thank you too. Well, thank you. And you're going to love that work because (laughs) you just, the more you learn intuitive eating and the research that comes behind it, it just, it, it it trickles into so many aspects of life and it just, it'll change how you talk to people, how you view other people. It's, it's truly like life changing. Like that sounds a little woo woo, but it really is. Mm-hmm. And um, I already notice it in the way that I look at everything just from the little work that I've done just by yeah. reading myself and just, you know, you look at things through a different lens. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I think is so important right now that I find that a lot of my clients do not have the same 
privilege of, I think is the right word because they're just not ready to do this yet. But I think we've talked about this on this uh, previous episode that our Instagram feeds are full of body positivity and all sorts of like intuitive eating focused, you know, dietitian work and these types of really positive things that support the message that we put out there. And you forget how much diet culture is really like worse than ever right now and really feeding off of the quarantine mindset and things that are happening in this world. And, you know, one of the things that I think has made my life less stressful right now is really being careful with what I look at on social media um, mm-hmm. and curating that feed to be something that supports the message that I put out there. And that's yeah. helped me tremendously. Yes. Um, and I think that that's something that, again, like I said, I, I don't know if it's that my clients or people that I talk to aren't ready for that yet, or they just haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's life changing when you look at things and you're like, Oh wow. Like what a great day on social. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to feed through the bullshit and you don't have to see the, the triggering stuff. It really, it changes. That's still hard to do on TikTok because they throw like I'll randomly get like what I eat in a day calorie deficit version. And I'm like, who the fuck does TikTok think I am? Like, where did you, <laughs> why am I getting this message right now? Um, but oh, it'll, so true. <laughs> that one's harder to sift through, but generally speaking, I, that one, I only get like, into wait, but you are now like the TikTok star. Can we go back to the fact that you didn't want to do TikTok because you posted like three videos and we're like nobody's watching and now Sammy has like a hundred and something thousand followers on so she can't even respond right now because she knows how insane it is I I have no words I don't I don't understand the app I I don't get it but we've connected with some of the most amazing clients because of that app so mm. I will be very very sad if it does shut down like is that happening like I feel like I you really would know I don't think so I mean I Matt and I talk about it literally every day because I refuse to actually like research the why behind it like is somebody actually yeah. stealing my data like are <laughs> are we going to be in trouble but I think the truth of the matter is is that it's unregulated just like so many other things. And I I don't believe that it's going to shut down. I could be biting myself in the ass for saying that, but I mean, Instagram takes your data too. So does Facebook. And and they're like connected because now when you post on TikTok, it like automatically opens your Instagram and like it's like prompting you to post it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if TikTok's getting shut down, then Instagram's going to get shut down. And it's like, then we're really screwed. Then <laughs> we can't talk to anyone. You guys are going to have to find us through email. So we're take- Apple Podcasts, thankfully. <laughs> take um, notes. But yeah. yeah, it's it's been a wild ride on that app. Um, so funny. That was a conversation that started on a recording that we have not posted yet. Yes. But I will <laughs> so say I had one, like I've had one of my most memorable discovery calls that came out of TikTok. It actually happened today. She is a physician and never heard of intuitive eating, rightfully so. Like she's in Western medicine, like went to medical school, like it's a different paradigm, but like saw my video and then like a kept pop. She said, I just kept popping up on her for you page or whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. Um, And she like, and then she got the book because she watched one of our videos that talked about the book and then she read anti-diet and then she was like, I have to do this work. Like the amount of people that have never heard of intuitive eating or the anti-diet message and now they're 
they're like all on board. It's, it's insane. It's it amazing. It has the potential to change the world. I mean, this app and the way that it, it links you to think about how you have the ability to have a hundred and something thousand views on a video that took you 15 seconds, right? Exactly. It's, and you share one message and then you share that a hundred more times with really the same message attached to it to a point where someone's finally like, I get this and I want this and I need this and yeah. like teach me how. And it kind of takes away that toxicity of the diet culture and you're finally sharing it in a way that people are digesting and understanding. And it's like, it's like you've always said, it's hard to unsee the things that you see from the what intuitive eating can really show you yeah and it's just a beautiful thing i mean i'm currently listening to anti i was reading anti-diet for like months and i like it's not a beach read <laughs> like, no it's, it's not. not it's not like something that you just casually pick up and so for anybody that's interested in it i mean and has a difficult time like reading sometimes like i do listening is life-changing i yeah. mean i listen to it every single day when i walk quincy and this morning's chapter that i was listening to was just like wild. It was a lot about, um, the gastric surgeries mm -hmm. and just, I mean, we were taught these things in school as options. As and a dietetic specialty to restrict people so they can prep for a weight loss surgery that's going to ruin their digestive system. For life. And their life and their body. Like and malabsorptive disorders and restriction and mental health things that just nobody talks about. And she really, the statistics that she dropped in that episode, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's just yeah. crazy. Um, and I just, I believe now that there's so much potential that this platform can put this message into the hands of the right people. Um, and I love how it's also like, cause I hate, like, even though I feel like we're unfiltered and unplugged, like with Instagram, like you still want it to like look a certain way, but with TikTok, like it don't matter what you look like. Like I'll just go on there. I'm like, whatever. Like good morning. And, yeah. And it's so like, I don't know. I feel like it's just more real than Instagram, even though like, I wouldn't say that you and I are fake on Instagram, but no. Instagram is just more, it's more curated. Color coordinated. More, yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's that's, perfect. it's almost like a website now. Because, yeah, because it's your that. marketing. Yeah, 100%. TikTok so it's interesting. Is like the mess. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you, but you caught me. I'm addicted to TikTok now. It's the I best. Uh. I'm so happy. So everyone, make sure before TikTok goes away that you follow both of us on there. Yes. Um, and I mean, honest to God, I just I'm grateful. I'm excited. I'm still eating more carbs than I've ever had in my entire days, and it's the best I've ever felt. <laughs> Very telling. And very like new and fun carbs and just foods. It's, it's amazing to be able to, to understand your body in this new way. Um, and to just really have this process be just the next phase which again, I'm super grateful. I'm excited. I'm excited to share all of it. Like I have so many questions I need to bring. We need to bring on someone who has had multiple children who can talk about the birthing process. I feel like that's something we need to learn about. Yes, right? Like start thinking. thinking about this. Well, we've had so many amazing mothers on Moms, this, like, I know. this platform. Who I feel like talk to us about that though. Lynette <laughs> and her twins. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. I mean, there's yes. so many, yes. there's so many. <laughs> I'm just putting this out into the universe. If happy, strong, healthy 
the most pink brand in the world does not have a girl, then I I don't know what's wrong with the world. Obviously, you're going to be ecstatic with whatever, and I'm totally joking. But, like, if you don't have a girl. I think about it often. I think about it often because it's going to be rough to, you know. Did Did Anna, your cousin, have a boy or a girl? She had a boy, and then my cousin Samantha, whose baby's nine months older than Anna's, is a girl. I feel like if we're going in order here, all of us will be nine, the babies will be nine months apart. So it was one, and then Anna knew she was, didn't know she was pregnant, but was pregnant when Sammy had her baby, which is crazy. And then the same thing happened with us. Um, And I'm moving two miles from Anna and like 10 miles from Samantha. So I'm super excited. That's all like know each other. We're actually moving to a town where I went to elementary school too, which is crazy. That is so wild. It's all full circle. But I'm putting out into the universe. We need to get Susie um, back on here for another. We need to do a tarot card reading because maybe she'll tell us if you're having a boy or a girl. And that's just so funny now, too, that like on that episode when she asked me how I was feeling about something that day, I was like a, like choking down vomit during that episode and like couldn't answer the question truthfully because you guys didn't know yet. But like yeah. it's there's so many things that are that just, you know, behind the scenes, TBD. Yes. I mean, it's crazy but amazing. So thank you for listening and asking and being part of this combo. And it'll be a wild next six and a half months. Yes. Yes. And I'm excited to walk along this journey with you and hopefully (laughs) you'll just continue to feel better and better um, throughout the process. And I feel like you're already feeling better since the beginning. Yeah. I have to say that like, as far as what it could have been, I consider myself very lucky. I mean, I know people that puked every single day, multiple times per day and like couldn't do anything. And I've been walking and doing some yoga and doing Doc Britt Fitz fitness protocol, which has been awesome. Um, resting plenty, but like the fact that I can do that is beyond. Um, and so that's just like, again, I think, I think my body was ready and it was in a space where it was knock on wood healthy enough to be here. So I'm very, very happy. And the doctor, once I told him I was a dietitian, um, he was like, Oh, this is so great. You'll have to tell me what you're eating. And I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> that stigma is there, uh, <laughs> because I'm eating pizza. Um, yes, we often. eat all foods, all, all foods, foods. Pregnant, pregnant or not, but yes. especially now, <laughs> especially now. Especially now. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you guys. Let us know anything that you want to hear more of, um, from us. And I feel like this is like chapter one of drunk dietitians. And now we're entering yeah. chapter two. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Jenna. And everybody, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like subscribe, share. If you have a newly pregnant friend or family member, send this to them. They will appreciate it. I'm sure. Let, let us know their questions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening and being here with us. I am virtually cheersing all of you. We absolutely love sipping on a cocktail with you and sharing as many nutrition tipsies as possible during this episode. We know there are a ton of pods out there and we are so appreciative of your time that you spent listening to us today. 
please be sure to check out the show notes for episode details and all of our guest information. We promise to keep bringing you the best and the most knowledgeable and fun guests we possibly can. Please be sure to subscribe, like, share, and post if you enjoyed our content today. And visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Drunk Dietitians to find out what is up next for us on the pod. We absolutely love you. We appreciate you and can't wait to spend more time cheersing with you soon. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.